And so Ezekiel is standing there in this valley, and all he can see in front of him is this dusty valley floor full of bones, full of skulls and leg bones and arm bones and rib cages, finger bones, toe bones, scattered all over this dusty floor. And God brings him there so that he can see a vision that makes him understand the house of Israel. Now Israel has been exiled by the Babylonian Empire, which has come in and taken Jerusalem, burnt it to the ground, and moved all of the people out into the great diaspora, moving them away from Israel so that they could have no power in their community, leaving only a small remnant of the poor and disadvantaged in and around Jerusalem. And the people in the diaspora were feeling homesick. They felt that being out there living amongst people with different cultures and different languages, different ways of life was really hard for them. And they were scattered about so that they would have no power. And so they weren't all in one big community where they could support each other. And they were incredibly discouraged. The Jews who were scattered out in the diaspora had lost all hope. They felt like nothing but a bunch of dry bones. They saw no hope for returning to Israel. They saw no hope that their God would actually lift them up and bring them back together and give them times of laughter and joy and festivities again. It's perhaps a bit how we are feeling now. We are in a bit of a valley of dry bones. We have been exiled to our homes and away from the communities that we're accustomed to be gathered with. We have been pushed out of our houses of worship, of our schools, of our workplaces, of the fun places we gather, like restaurants and concerts, movie theaters. All these things that seem like such normal, uneventful parts of our lives. That we just gathered together and we could be next to each other and we could talk with each other, we could hug each other, we could be together without fear. And now we're at a time where we have been separated that we have been pushed out, out and away from all those things that made us comfortable. And when we look out, we might feel like we're nothing but a bunch of dry bones. We have no strength left in us. We have no energy in us. And our hope might feel lost. 
And that's how the Israelites felt. And yet God said to Ezekiel, who he had called in a most dramatic way, which is another story, but Ezekiel knew he had to respond to God's call to prophesy. And God said, prophesy to those bones. And so he says, okay, the Lord God said, bones come together. And there they are, connected. The hip bone to the leg bone to the knee bone to the ankle bone. And all of a sudden, bodies came back together. And he prophesied more and he said, put on sinew and flesh. And all the tendons were put back on the skeleton and the flesh covered the bodies. And there they were, bodies standing there in this desert. But they had no breath in them. They didn't yet have that breath of God, that hope that actually makes us alive. And so God said to Ezekiel, prophesy to them. Prophesy to the breath so that they might breathe and have life. And today that's what I've come here to do. To prophesy to all of you so that we might breathe and have life. To prophesy to that breath of hope. That breath that is able to come together and lift us up even though we are apart. Even though things aren't the way we were. But to prophesy that God's breath is in us. God's hope is in us. So we should never give up. Now there have been a few examples of that today. As John and I drove around the common this morning, I don't know how long it's been there, it's the first I've noticed it, but up on the gazebo is a big sign, red sign with black letters that says hope. I don't know how it got there. I don't know who put it there. I don't know if anybody had permission to put it there because we always have a lot of issues over what signs you wear and who had the right to put a sign. I don't know, and honestly, I don't care. To me, it was a sign of God breathing into us hope. That all is not lost, that we are still people of one community, even if it takes a sign on the common to prove it to us. And then today when our children gathered, and they were excited about the things they were doing this summer. My goodness, Sean had a long list of all the things he was doing at camp. I couldn't even rattle that off if I tried. And Ella was happy to have a new dog and taking it out on hikes and being outside in nature. And they just have this energy and this hope. Things might be different. But children don't look through the eyes of what might have been or what would have been. They look through eyes of what is. And through their eyes and with their energy, they're able to lift us up. So it matters that we prophesy to each other with hope. That we say, yes, yes. 
There is a future and a hope. As Jeremiah the prophet said, there is a future and a hope. That we should never let go of that. That even when we're down and when we're discouraged, we need to take a little time to stop and listen to each other. And listen to that God-given life that people breathe from them, offering us glimpses and glimmers of what will be. And what will be is a future of hope. What will be now is encouragement for today. And that encouragement for this day gives us a chance to stop and breathe and breathe a little deeper and to stop and breathe long enough to realize that we are living, that we have God's breath in us and that breath is enough to sustain us and that breath will bless us so that we truly might be a blessing for others. And that will strengthen us so that we can hear from those who are breathing with joy and for those who are struggling to breathe. And we can be present to each other, knowing that our breath is shared, given by God, breathed into us with hope so that we might praise God and love each other, giving each other enough room and enough space to breathe fully. When we're all able to breathe fully, when we're all able to share together the gifts of God's good earth, of all the things that we are naturally encouraged to have, then we'll be able to make the world a better place. And so let us prophesy to each other that God does not leave us without hope, that God gives us hope, and in that hope, we are able to encourage each other. We are able to work together so that the whole world might be lifted up in hope and that we might be a people who are one. In Jesus' name I pray it so. Amen.